Welcome to the Tulumininia podcast, presenting stories from the women living in Tulum, Mexico. Be inspired by their life in the jungle, find out what makes Tulum so unique and get to know the favorite places of the locals. I'm so happy to present the woman who played also a big part in my way of coming to Tulum, although she might doesn't know it yet. <laughs> and she is here with me today. It's Itzel Olvera, and she is probably Tulum's most known and loved yoga teacher. Wow, and three years ago, um, it, I was one in your classes in Yoga Shala in the hotel. And actually in one of your classes, I made my decision to move to Tulum. Oh my. Yes, <laughs> so I thank you so much for empowering wow. me on this journey of mine and so many others also through your yoga teachings and that you are making space today for sharing your story uh, connected to Tulum with us. Wow, thank you so much. I didn't expect that. Wow, Marieta. <laughs> yeah, in Yoga Shala. It's where, yeah. where actually I started here in Tulum. Wonderful. That's where I started in, in Yoga Shala. Yeah, so I was there in your class in 2017 yes yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. so but um, yeah so many people who are listening right now do not know you so no. maybe <laughs> you tell them first of all who are you and uh, what are you doing <laughs> thank you so much well uh, my name is Itzel and I am a yoga instructor and uh, I I teach vinyasa yoga I am a practitioner of of the of the Ashtanga system also and I love the movement and I love the self-exploration and that's what I do. I share my practice. I share what I've been learning through this uh, path and Tulum is, give, is been giving me the opportunity to remake myself, to be the person or to pursue that Yes, that it's it sounds like cliche, but yeah, to pursue that dream of uh, becoming what I really wanted to be, and I found that opportunity here in Tulum. Mm -hmm. So Tulum has been opening and receiving me uh, in an amazing way uh, since since long time ago. Now. Yeah. No? Wow. Mm -hmm. And so how long already has Tulum been receiving you see it was like since 2004 when I decided well a friend was um, a friend from the university she had uh, she has a, she had a pizzeria here in Tulum and in 2004 Tulum was completely different no? for the people that is listening to us it was completely different if you've been here now it was uh, a different world. It was uh, on the right side, there was just a few, few, few counted uh, cabins. Uh, there was no many, many things going around. There was zero restaurants. There was just one tiny uh, shop. Um, anyways, the left side, uh, we started to go to El Paraíso. Mm -hmm. That you mean was the left side the, where the ruins are, The left are, side right? where the ruins yes. are. We used to go there. That was where we used to go the, 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 the most because that's where El Paraíso Beach Club was. Uh -huh. And it was also completely different to what it is now, El Paraíso. And it was basically pure beach. It was beach life. If you wanted something, you have to go to come to town. 
and uh, there was in town very, very, very few things. There was just the street. It was uh, the the highway or the road for uh, from Cancun to Chetumal was passing all the trailers, everything, all the traffic was passing here. It was a dirt road. Mm -hmm. It was completely different, and that was 2004. So, but I didn't start with the yoga until later on. I just came here to finish my thesis. That's what I mm -hmm. did. You came to Tulum to work on your thesis and also l earn a little money on the side. See, um, the idea basically, like many people, I just came here for 15 days of vacations. I took 15 days to finish my thesis. So I came here, I brought my computer that in that in those days I was using a computer like, you know, very like thick and I brought it and it was great because I was working. My friend also had the, you, the, the only bar that was in Tulum at that time that that would was open until like five in the morning. It doesn't exist anymore. Actually, that bar was where Pana and Chocolate is and the Oxo and uh and it was called cielito lindo so it was a pizzeria in the afternoon and in the night all the way on the back was a bar so i was working there i started to work in the afternoon so i had all my morning to just be at the beach and it was a beautiful uh time no i i didn't uh, finish my my thesis here but i met my husband here uh, in tulum during my vacation and that vacation extended to four months wow and uh, my family was like, what is this woman doing? Why she's not coming back and finishing <laughs> and graduate? And she has to present her exam for the thesis. So my parents decided to come and pick me up because I was not coming back. I find a work, I was working. And so I had to go back. I finished my thesis, I graduate. And then we decided that it was a good idea to not come back to Tulum because I was together already with, with, with my husband that I met here in Tulum yes. 16 years ago and we moved to Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen was the choice because there was also more opportunities. Exactly, Tulum was really, it was, it was like a ghost town, no? In, in low season when we were, when I was here, uh, it was like really low season. O sea, right now the people that say slow season, no, no, no. They don't really know what a low season is. O sea, there's like nothing, no one. <laughs> like really no it was only the wow. locals yeah and uh, so we had to go to Playa del Carmen we went to Playa del Carmen and we stayed there for eight years mm -hmm. and it was there in Playa del Carmen that I met uh, my, my teachers my, my yoga teachers that's that was it, in Playa del Carmen was where I where my teacher says that yoga found, found them no yeah. that you didn't find yoga but yoga found you and that's what happened. They, I met yoga in at the end of 2008 in Playa del Carmen. With um, first class I took was with Fernando in Palapazuc, and uh, it was too far for me to go. I had to rush, and I didn't want to arrive very stressed. So I found this other place with Ellen de Jonge. She actually teaches in yoga loft in Playa del Carmen. She's mm -hmm. an amazing teacher. Listen, guys, you have to go and take her class. She's like an amazing, amazing instructor. That's where I get my foundation. That's where I get my connection. Uh, you should go to, to have a class with wow, her. Wow, wonderful. Thank you for this recommendation as well. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. And so, yeah, um, that's how I started to practice with her. I Previously, I was uh, commenting you about the magic of yoga, no? When it's... Uh, 
the first time that you connect with that, it's amazing. No, I took my first class with Fernando. I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. This is amazing. This is like, what is going on on Shabbasana? No, I was like, I couldn't believe it. And when I took my class with Ellen, it's a transformation. Yeah. It's been, and, and what I really liked about the practice, it was like, it's something that you build up, no? That it teaches you patience because you have to be patient in order to to open your body, no? To to get into that pose. Of course, we're driven by the desire of of of, of doing that pose. But that's what it's your inspiration that takes you to your daily practice. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned, the daily yeah. practice. I learned the daily practice that is so important, no? It's because yoga is not a class. It's it's a it's a it's a every moment practice. Yeah. Every moment we we should be practicing our our presence, our yeah. yoga, our staying, the breath, no? It's a journey, right? It's a, a life's journey, <laughs> yeah. no? In yeah. India they say it's life's journey, Yes. No? Wow, and so just to take us back to this moment of transformation. So you were finished with your thesis. And how did this transformation then happen exactly? Like, how did yoga change your life? I studied, I was doing my thesis for uh, international relations, <laughs> which here in Riviera Maya or in Otulub is like, yeah, you're all the time doing it. In, in these days that we're living, no, we're doing international relations all the time. And um, and I and I actually work a little bit on international relations. In international relations, when I was in Playa del Carmen, I was working for the tourism board, promoting the destination. So yes, it's a little bit of my fault that a lot of people come here because that was my work for like five <laughs> years. I was promoting, come to Tulum, it's beautiful. Come to Playa, it's beautiful. And uh, I fell in love here because of course the ocean, no? the beautiful Turkish sea is, is amazing. And then my second love was the cenotes. When I discovered the cenotes, it was like, what? The entrance to the underground rivers? The entrance to the Shivalva, no? Shivalva yeah. is where actually the god of death lives. Yes. He lives in the Shivalva, in the infra world. So it's a reminder, no, also, that underneath, that's where the god of death lives, underneath mm -hmm. us, just right here, mm -hmm. right? So the cenotes uh, was, was something beautiful. My husband, actually, he's like a cave diver, so he was teaching me cenotes that I've never been, like nobody's been there. And uh, the beautiful jungle, no, walking in the jungle with all the animals. So the beginning, of course, was scary, no, I'm from city. And I've been getting like used to the, to the, to all of these, the animals and everything. And, and my work, no, of promoting the destination, I've been like surrounded by this beautiful um, energy, promoting it, knowing more about the destination. And in some of these places, because I had like time off in the high season, because we couldn't bring any more journalists, because I was working to promoting with journalists. Uh, so in the high season, we could not bring the journalists, so it was my time off. So in, in this time, that's when I was taking the time to do something extra, no? And that's how I entered into yoga. And I discovered this place that was really close to my house, Palapasuk. Um, and I was there, and this is the first class that, I'm, that I was telling you guys that I took with Fernando, and that was just like in Shabbos, and I was like, what is this? 
and then um, but I was stressing a little bit because sometimes I finish later on work so I have to to I, I arrive late so a friend told me hey they're gonna open this new studio yoga by the way uh, close closer to your house just two blocks try it it's gonna be like the first class of opening and I remember I took the class with David he was the owner he still is the owner this is a studio that you also have to try recommendation I will put it in the show notes See, <laughs> you can feel when you take yoga no something changes nothing no one has to tell you you just experience the practice and definitely something changes on you the energy changes uh, just the way you think that can change everything if you really changes. open to it right? exactly yes so so I was just like okay I'm gonna do I'm gonna start to go just three times a week and then those three times a week were not enough so then I was like okay now I'm gonna start to go every day and then I was like practicing like that for 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 some years and then I start practicing six times a I was going even the Saturdays, you know, like my friends like, what, are also going on Saturday to take yoga? <laughs> yes. Sometimes class, a special class on Sunday? Yes, I will go. So I would start to become like a junkie of, of the practice, you no? Know? So I will just want it more and more and more. The changes in, not only in my body, but on the way I was thinking and the way I was looking at the, and the environment. Mm -hmm. I stopped eating meat because of that reason. It was just a change that it just came naturally because I think with the practice and all the awareness that I had, um, this is related or I related. I know this is a little bit controversial, no, but for me, it came with the ahimsa practice, the non-violence practice to start to living as a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And um, and right now, and, and I mean, I, I never started or did the practice with the intention of teaching. That was never, never, I never, never had that intention to teach yoga. No. It was making me feel super nice. I come from a background of, uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, I like the football. I was liking, I was always like a rough kind of girl, like na 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 na. And yoga was bringing me that peace and uh, that I still haven't, you know, I'm still working on it. No, yeah. people think that when you're doing yoga, you're like, oh, you're all zen and no, don't get wrong. You do yoga because of that, because you're not zen. You need that, so you practice, no? Yeah. So, yeah, so. But now you are already 10 years, right? A yoga teacher? Yeah, I did my teacher training in 2010. Okay, and you just said now that you're just doing it for for your fun of it, because you enjoyed it, but how came that you took the yoga teacher training? What was the decision-making point? Honestly, it was the persistence of my teacher. Ellen the Younger was every day, eat so. Are you gonna take the teacher training? Are you gonna take the teacher training? Are you gonna take it? And every day, no, like non-stop. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, yes, let's do it, no? I was like, let's do it. At that time, I was I was not working anymore in the tourism board. I opened my own public relations agency with some friends. So I just decided, yeah, I mean, why not? Let's just do it. And I just jumped into that wagon. And, uh, and the teacher training just changed my life. That was really uh, life-changing. That was when yoga was uh, become like so much grateful, more much. Okay, it's a mind practice. I understood it was just the tip of the iceberg, no? Because I still, I'm like a be beginner, no? We when the when the when you start knowing, you realize how that you don't really know anything. Mm -hmm. 
so that's, that's when so true, that's yeah. when that happened and then and then wow that the practice was was just like I did the practice because I wanted to practice on my own in my house so that's why I I agreed also I never teach or so and then because I was I finished with my teacher training well I was almost finishing some friends like okay give me a class and I start teaching in the house typical no like when you're a new teacher that's how you start with your friends and uh, until suddenly I really am thankful for this friend Juan Carlos he one day I was like in, in my house I, I think it was like 6 30 or something like that and he just sent me a message like Hey, tell please help me, help me. Uh, nobody can stop my class. Uh, I, he was teaching at Evolve at, at the gym in Playa del Carmen. Please, please do so. And it was 2012, like the summer or something like that. Please, can you teach at seven? And I mean, I never been doing this before, you know, just with my friends. So I said, I, I guess there's always a first time. So I just went there to the gym and I just teach my first official class receiving money and it was just amazing I just love it and um, this this I was doing it a little bit he gave me some of his classes and then we moved to Norway ah. from Playa del Carmen so in this transition mm -hmm. that's where I decided that I didn't want to do any more PR and marketing or promotion or whatever and I decided, because at this time, my level of stress with my agency of PR was super intense. And uh, in Mexico, the situation at that time in Playa del Carmen, yes, I'm gonna say it, at that time was not uh, as it was before. It changed a lot, unfortunately, for my uh, taste mm -hmm. and my, the way of being and how in, in the direction that I was going yeah. with this path of yoga. And uh, so we decided to take an opportunity and go to live in Norway. Okay. So it was really in Norway when I, when I start to, 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 to really, yeah, teach to people that I never see, to the mm -hmm. Norwegians, no one class a week. And uh, that's, where I, that's where I started. So you just spoke about the change in Playa del Carmen. Was the change uh, then comparable to the change that's happening right now in Toulouse? It is. Okay. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. Um, Playa del Carmen grew so fast. Actually, uh, in 2009, Playa del Carmen was the fastest growing city in the world. It was even in Forbes magazine at that time. And, uh, and it stopped because we were hit by the swine flu Aha. at that time. That was 2009. So everything stopped. All the constructions, everything stopped. Everything was like closing. I was, I was that, the, actually, I'm so thankful that that happened. You know, bad things sometimes they're just disguised as bad things. Yeah. But actually, I was so grateful that that happened because I was going to go into this work that I didn't took, and instead, because it was all closed, so they didn't close. They was gonna open this park. I was gonna be the PR man, uh, the PR manager of Explore this big uh, park. Yes. Yes. And because everything was a stop. They said like, you know, we're not gonna open now. We're not gonna, you have to hold on one more month. And then one more month, nothing. And then, and then it's like four months. So then I said, okay, thinking properly, I decided that I didn't wanna go into this job. I didn't really wanna do that. So then that's, 
one thing took to another, no? And then I left to uh -huh. Norway. A lot of people say Tulum always pulls you back, right? Um, so when did Tulum pull you back and how? Yeah, that's true. And, and also they said either Tulum accepts you and loves you or spits you and takes you away, you know? And these, these are the cleansings. In 2009, a lot of people left. A lot of people left. No, um, and uh, well, the thing is that when we went to Norway, it also makes you when you go away from some beautiful place that you're like, no, this is not giving me anymore, and blah blah blah. Or you're starting, you're even in paradise, and you start to complain about paradise, no. <laughs> and uh, so I spent like this whole year in Norway. For me, living in the Caribbean, we moved in November to Norway. A very drastic change to the darkness and it was at the moment I was like oh my god it was so intense but that really gave me like the tools to be inward to just practice on myself I developed my home practice there and um, and my and I started with my vegan lifestyle over there like uh, and uh, that was when the things in Norway didn't work out the way that we wanted uh, for us well not the way that I really never wanted to stay <laughs> I was not ready to stay in Norway but when I was ready when I said okay let's stay um, it was not possible the government said no you know the papers and whatever for whatever so I was like yes let's go back but <laughs> instead of going back we we decided to go back to Tulum to give it a try and and we established in Tulum in 2012 at the end of no 2013 at the end 2013 and that's where I seen in, when I, we were in Norway and okay knew that I was gonna move back to Tulum I just check you now I just wrote yoga in Tulum and yoga shala popped up in that time yoga shala was is it was one of the few places that started to to create the, the yoga community. And I started teaching there in Yogashala. Mm -hmm. I started teaching there in Yogashala in 2013. Wow. And, um, and now, yeah, this is it. This is, I've been taking other trainings and I, I practice Ashtanga. I learn Ashtanga with my teacher, Michael Gannon. And then the, pues, yeah, the path continues, no? I went yes. to India two years ago. I wanted to, to finally go there and to check it out and and wow no that's a completely other subject a different world yeah. of yoga right yeah. oh wow interesting so so interesting thank you for sharing this and You're thank welcome. you so much for also saying what you said before that although we're right now in 2020 in a year um, yeah you mentioned the swine flu right yeah we're now in a very um, yeah similar or even crazier period of yeah, time yeah crazy so Right now, we are when we are talking, we don't know what positive things this will bring, yes. right? So thank you also for, for saying that earlier. Um, and yeah, another question I have is, um, why is Tulum so famous for yoga? Uh, th this is also a reason why I came back in 2017, because this for me is also like this yoga central of um, the American continent kind of I mean there are also of course different places uh, where yoga is big but Tulum is really yoga central right why why do you think is that so 
I think that there there is uh, I mean for the people that believes in energy um, there is here is a very intense center no that's why the Mayans we have this beautiful uh, uh, archaeological zone it's one of the few places in the world no that you have the Mayan ruins in front of this beautiful ocean I mean why did they establish here no this civilization that was tremendous that was amazing that was great you know it's one of the one of the examples they were in contact with nature they were and they established here they were all I mean I know they are all in the Central America and all the way to Guatemala and, but I mean it's a very intense uh, energy uh, place energetical place I don't have like a explanation like but I think the place the beauty itself that the place has it's attracting this type of of uh, energy you come into you see this place and 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 you and it teaches you so much no I hear I, I become a different person in Tulum why because I was coming from the city I, I'm from Cornavaca and it's over 1 million people there and even though there's full of roses and flowers they call the city of eternal spring but you know here the 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 this um, closeness that you have with nature with the fauna with all the animals with the birds and everything it teaches you so much on how fragile this is it's so fragile and we as humans when we come from the cities that we don't really know what's going on with our garbage we don't know what is going on with our waste no and here you are swimming and you go into the ocean and then or you go into the kayak and then a big turtle is swimming next to you you know and this makes you think not only about you but it makes you think about the others about your impact and this place it elevates your vibration so it brings that I think no I mean you can be you you are a good person you're always a good person whatever but I think this place is uh, a place that teaches you that's why maybe some people cannot stay no and some and and that's why maybe more people comes that they want to get healed to to change to do better to and I hope that this is now we're having a lot of changes uh, this the 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 virus now the con con um, 19 that is now I also think that is an opportunity of reflection of our actions um, as individuals to the earth no uh, mm-hmm. about not thinking we can see it right now what's going on in the panic no people going to the super and buying everything and not thinking of others Yes. We are yes. we are we are selfish in a way. So so I think that this yoga place is um a good opportunity to to loom um I when all this pass um no because it will pass because everything pass. Um yeah, but right now is this opportunity to 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 go inward and to check no with ourselves mm-hmm. what can we do to improve the situation that we're living at the moment. Yes. Yes, you're so right. And also, uh, thank you that you are uh, bringing this teaching and these thoughts also to the Tulum community, right? Because it's so beautiful. Always when I go to a class of yours, I meet friends there. You are really like also holding together the Tulum community. There are so many people who are yeah, just like 
yeah, I go to eat sales class and yeah. no one else is. <laughs> and I really, really like that and that you are yeah, keeping up the bodily and mental health of, of our community here. This is wow, such an important you. role you, you have. Is there anything that you would also, people who are not part of this community here yet, who are traveling here, is there any advice you would give them? Like not only in this year in general, like what, what should they think of when they come to this place? Yeah, I think to um, this place, I think as any other place, you have to take your 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 precautions, no? Like in any other place, no? Um, uh, when you're traveling on your own, you always take precautions, no? Uh, in the night and like whatever. I feel to loom in the things that I do, you know, I don't go out that much in the night or anything else, but I feel pretty pretty safe from the things that I do, no? yoga my house going here i'm never i'm not i'm not involved in anything that involves things that brings your your vibration down i'm not going to go for that no so i just will i will just tell you go to the cenotes take a lot of swimming in the cenotes go to the jungle uh, explore there is uh, in the daytime is is beautiful it's pretty safe uh, use everything biodegradable please check uh, we it matters what you do to the to the nature uh, and come uh, with uh, yeah just open no and stay in presence forget about the expectations and just come and enjoy enjoy because Tulum is a, an amazing place it will teach you it will give to you but of course we need to give back and give back by respecting the nature that's my advice yeah thank you so much that's wonderful you're wonderful welcome. and talking about that exploring tulum uh, the people who are listening regularly know that every podcast episode is also a recommendation sometimes even more <laughs> than just one <laughs> uh, so right now we are recording this episode also in one of the places where itzel is teaching and which is also one of my personal favorite places so See. we definitely can recommend you to come to Holistica here we have our little recording studio in the treehouse so come to do Holistica explore this place you can find this treehouse and other sculptures you can go to one of itself's classes you can have a beautiful uh, lunch brunch or a snack in the restaurant and um, yeah so this is definitely one of the recommendations but Itzel you have also other places where you teach yoga right uh, actually, right now, I'm, I'm just teaching here in Holistica. I uh, started with some classes at the beach in Hotel Los Arrecifes on Sundays. Um, but right now, basically here in Holistica or private classes also. So if you need a private class, will you say, oh my God, no, I, I'm not feel ready for taking a group class or the class with all these people, then we'll do a private class. No worries. Um, yeah, so come to Holistica to take a group class. And if you want private, just take the private. Wonderful. And is there any place in Tulum that is your favorite spot or that you would recommend to the people to visit? I am. Um, I like I like the old style Tulum. Uh, I have to be honest. I know I love I like new places also, but I'm always like my beach. I don't like to listen to to music like for 
I like to display. So I usually go to the public bridge on the left side next to the ruins, close to Santa Fe. I like to feel the, the energy of the ruins there. And when I'm not there, I also have a, uh, some places that I can get some vegan food that is on, um, I like to go to Dos Seibas, or they also sell vegetarian food and I like to go to the lake. I also love to, to go there. I don't go that there much often, but I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. These uh, are two hotels, right? Yes, two hotels, the lake and, and the Seibas. And, uh, but you can also go there just to just, eat yeah. and relax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I like to go to the public beach just with my pareo, my backpack and just enjoy there the beach. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, it has a different vibe a little, definitely. It's completely it's, different. Yeah, it has less beach clubs that are blasting music. You're feeling a little bit, yeah, the, as you said, the old style. To See, room, the right? old and you style probably have also a lot of memories connected to this side, right? Yeah, because it was the side that, that we usually go. Yeah. Because on the right side, it was the jungle side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was not that... There was nothing going on there. Yeah. So if you wanted to buy something or you had to go to town, you had to yes. go to town. If you were like g g cravings in the night, sorry, you have to go to town. <laughs> and it was not like now, like there's lots of taxis. So there was like, forget it. There's no taxis. So yeah. You got to go on ride. You know, you have to catch a ride. Wow. And in that time, would you also camp on the beach or would see, you live in town? See, see, see. Yeah. You, could, you could camp on the beach. And I had friends living on, on beach for years, for years. And uh, I never lived on the beach like that, but I had friends that were camping. Yeah, that were camping on the beach. And also we will used to go a lot to Siancan to camp. And before you could go with your dog, of course right now is not anymore possible, but I have so many friends that we had dogs. So we will go to Siancan to, for camping. We just mm -hmm. cross the bridge, the, the ark and we will go there. Yeah. So yeah, it's Fantastic. it's different, but Tulum is still, it's a beautiful and magical place that mm -hmm. we need to keep on taking care of it. Yes. We need to take care of Tulum. Definitely we do. And you are a real self-made woman. You are living from teaching yoga. And this is also so inspiring for so many women. And I love that, that Tulum, it is a, yeah, a playground for so many women to find their own path, right? And um, do you have any advice uh, from your journey, from your past journey for women who are like maybe right now on the edge of thinking, I want to change something in my life. This is not what I want to do. This job's not fulfilling me. Or do you have any advice to empower them? Like, What, what, sh what should you do in a, in a state when you don't, you don't know or you're a little afraid or you're not brave enough? You think you're not brave enough? Like, is there anything also from the yoga teaching you can, you can give them as, as advice? See, I think that uh, it's always good to have this, like, uh, the uncertainty and a little bit of frightening, no? It's always frightening when we don't know what is going on, like this situation that we are now. But I think the best thing to do is... Uh, To stay, in order to change, we, we heard this not so many times, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to get out of your comfort zone. I think that you, you yes, you, you can, you go out of your comfort zone, but go out of your comfort zone little by little. You can also do it little by little. You can start with small steps. So in order to, 
o sea, they said, like, the journey, no? It starts with one single step. So you have to trust on yourself. You have to trust uh, that also there is other women that can help you empower yourself, like yourself, no, Marieta, with your program for <laughs> solo travelers. You're helping the, 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 the women out there to, you know, come here. I will help you so you don't feel. I think that's a really... That's a really um, important um, help for, for other women, no? Mm -hmm. So we are not alone. Definitely it's changing, no? Uh, we as women, we are regaining our power. We are getting our power back because we've been, since always, in the history of man, no? Women, we've been having a different value. The man is been giving us a different value that now we are gaining our true value back. So I will say to you, trust. Trust on what you love and what you like. Guide yourself by light. Always guide yourself with positive thoughts. Uh, trust, surround yourself with positive people. Make sure you are surrounded with positive people. That is not problematic people. That is not toxic people. Uh, look for other women that can empower you. Always, always stay vibrating high. See, sí. that's that's what I will say. Trust yourself and go for it. Don't doubt. Remember, fear or love. No. So right now we have to choose love, 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 yes. forgiveness, compassion. That's uh, that's what we really need to focus because what we, yeah, we attract, no? Bob Marley was saying in one of his songs, like, if you're worrying every day, you're sending prayers to the devil. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what his one song says. So we don't want that. We want to send the prayers up there, no? To elevate ourselves. So, yeah, always stay positive, even from these situations that sometimes we think they are... I know it, no? The great cloud comes and we cannot see anything because it's so cloud and we cannot see. But that, we just need to remember ourselves that that also will pass. That also will pass. And we have our lives and we are alive. And and we are here, the, the world is a beautiful place we we can we can we can see it no the nature is amazing there is beautiful nice good people so yeah yeah that's wonderful and i love that you said yeah let's elevate our our prayers or our thoughts our beings and i love that that you said that because we are all also already elevating ourselves <laughs> we are already in the tree house yeah in the tree house you're already elevating so that's wonderful i love that and to um yeah ask you one last question um that i always ask in my podcast if you could say what Tulum means to you in just one word what is it Tulum for me is definitely a strength that's the word strength thank you so much for sharing this <laughs> wow yeah I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart me for this too. wonderful conversation and also for that you share your elevating spirit and thoughts with all the community of Tulum. We need you. We love yes, you. Yes, and I we will be love. coming to your classes no matter thank what's you. coming in 2020. <laughs>
Oh my God, just take, take care, stay safe. Yes. And thank you very much, Marietta, for, for inviting mm -hmm. me to do this. I love it. Thank you, itself. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias. I hope this episode inspired you to live your dream and explore the world in your own unique way. Tune in soon for another inspiring story from the women living in Tulum, Mexico. Hasta pronto, your Tulumi Niña.